0: That's patreon.com slash G A M E F U L L Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds.
1: Halbkasten. Mit Tom Reimann. And David Bell.
2: already i'm already hyped it's wednesday and i'm hyped for this uh so i i guess i will say hello everybody welcome to another episode of hypecast Woo! The, uh, what is this abe
1: yeah uh, it's Abe. is
2: this the show about us getting hyped about stuff and things
1: yep. is that the show <laughs> it's about to be fire up in here it is we're gonna light some fires i'm one of your hosts david bell i'm the other guy who's filling in i'm abe epperson and joining us out. today. Mm-hmm.
2: No, you don't cue them up. You let them figure it out, Abe.
1: No, joining us today is one of my favorite people in the world. Uh. I feel like we can call each other at any time and just yep. be like, what's going on in your life? Katie Stoll. Katie
3: stole Katie Stoll. Hype, 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 hype. Hyped, 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 hyped to the
2: Katie, thank you so much for being on this. Ah,
3: thank you for having um, me. Actually, I'm thrilled to
2: be here. Of course, anytime. And Abe, I still have to thank you for being on this. I know you're technically guest co-host, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, my heart is so touched by all of this. Oh. Uh, and so thank you both for being on You'll here. Pay, You'll pay,
1: Dave. I know pay. I'll pay.
2: I know <laughs> I'll pay <laughs> with my children's blood. Like, I've heard it. I signed the thing. I come when you least expect it.
3: That it did, that did all sound very threatening, but um, it seems like there's a lot of goodwill, so I'm not going to read too much into that, Abe. Eh? Mm-hmm. I yeah. trust you're not going to do something horrific to Dave.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here yeah. we are today doing a podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts to guest on. Uh do you, do you have loose horse shit in this nonsense? Well,
2: I would like to ask mm-hmm. Katie and mm-hmm. you, Abe, if you'd like to, to, to do a little plugging, a little plugging oh, at the right. top. I've noticed that plugging at the top is nice because, like, then I don't get nervous about forgetting it at the end. Aw. Um, and people are just listening, right? So, like, there's plenty of time for them to shut it off, like, be, get, like, disgusted with us and go, <laughs> this is bullshit. So, like, plug at the top. And then you got them. You got them. You got yeah. Them.
3: So that's Kate, a great idea. do you idea. have anything to tell the world? Yeah. Do I have anything to tell the Well, you know, gosh, guys, I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, we've got a, a whole YouTube channel and podcast situation going on. And oh. Dave, I believe you work with us over that mm-hmm. whole situation. That's true. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, I have heard that. I, I know that for a fact. And <laughs> that channel is called Some More News. And you can watch it and listen to it both. This is Or either. Uh, (laughs) Hell yeah. And our podcast, Even More News. Uh, Both of those things are available for you guys. yeah. yeah. I mean, check it out if you haven't, right? like (laughs) If you're listening to this, if you know Gamefully
2: Unemployed, and for some reason you don't know some more news, you really ought to check that out. There's a good uh,
3: Venn diagram of listeners like overlap between your listeners and our listeners mm-hmm. and i'm sure that a lot of them already know <laughs> but we do we talk about politics and news but we also talk about pop culture things as well that's
2: true
1: you absolutely do
2: and then of course that venn diagram also crosses over oh, with small beans yeah, small beans, yes, oh, yeah. Small
1: beans entering <laughs> entering the match and we're all yep. just s- stacked on top of each other like a bunch of bodies in a sleeping pile <laughs> um and that's and that's a good cue for me to plug small beans which is where i come from where i hail with michael swain where we talk about basically the same kind of stuff that mike talks about check us out at patreon.com small beans let's get this show on the so road. so many
2: empires colliding yeah let's get the show on the road mm.
1: uh
2: and of course we have to start by thanking some people, our Patreon producers. So uh, uh, I'm going to dive right into this. Let's do it. And say a big thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. R.I.P. Thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Oh. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Uh. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Woo. Thank you to Abe Epperson, a swell dude. A- <gasps> Abe. Abe. <laughs> thank you to AJ. Woo. Uh, thank you to Andrew Howe, deck the halls Aww. with blood. Thank you to Asking Seven, rest in peace, Michaela. You were the best of us. Aww. Uh and thank you to Barry Tumath says Scott never died, and Scott jokes are lazy Gen X nonsense. Oh, pick it up. and pick it up, pick, pick it, up. it up,
1: pick it up, and let's thank Bob Grenville. Thank you. Hey there, Boodle Bootler Boodleson. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Brian, who Tom knows? Thank it's you. True. Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Chester's Prophet. Let's go. And Christopher Roberts Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you. Let's not forget Chiz Killy Tits. Thank you. Let's not forget Dan Hackroyd. Of course. (laughs) And finally for this segment, let's thank Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Booyah. Booyah.
2: Booyah. All right. We're we're greased up. We're going in. We're, we're ready for this. Uh, we got trailers, starting with The Boogeyman, which I guess is based off a Stephen King short, I want to say.
1: This feels like a short. I had not heard of it before. It could be just original. It says from the
3: mind of Stephen King, right? So it could have been a pitch, but you know, I'm sure some.
1: If it is a short story, I'm sure someone will fly in in the comments and be like, "You plebs, you don't know enough Stephen King." And that's silly because I am Stephen King podcast. Yeah, I'm doing a little clacking. It says based upon
2: a short story by. It's actually got one, two, three. Uh, oh, only three. Only three writers. Um, oh, okay. And it's based on a Stephen King. All credit. Uh, okay. This is... Yeah. Okay. This okay. seems to be trying to be like the definitive, like, boogeyman uh, movie.
3: Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. Where it does like, make sense.
2: Yeah. Where it's just like, we're just, we're just, we're doing boogeyman. Uh, and that's it. This is from the director of Host, which was a very good short um, horror short from Out of the Pandemic. Uh, they also made da- Dashcam, which I didn't see. But this is a fairly seasoned horror director doing this. What did you guys think of this trailer?
3: I thought it looked a little spooky. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> spooky. <laughs> You're spooked out by? It. Do horror movies work on you? I forget, yeah, Katie. They do big they, time. They, um, they, mm-hmm. I am uh very terrified by uh horror movies. Well, I'm the perfect audience, but I don't watch them very often because of that like being alone and watching a horror movie. Right. Yeah.
2: It's funny how that is is that like I there it's like a lot of people like I get I get scared by horror movies still and I love them, but obviously since I watch more of them, it's harder for me to get scared just because mm-hmm. I know the formula. Uh so it's just interesting that the people who like would be most affected by horror Probably aren't watching horror either. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I don't know.
3: I don't know how to reconcile that. Well,
1: I think it's fine.
3: Talking about <laughs> our feelings around itself. it, I guess, is a good first start. First that's step. That's true. A great um,
1: suggestion.
3: I would say that I didn't find the trailer to be overly creative. I mm-hmm. didn't get the sense that this was, uh, yeah, anything special per se. But um, it did spook me. So. I
1: agree yeah. yeah, that you did three of the same beats where it's, uh, in the darkness, there's something chi- uh, and you get a flash of it, which is unoriginal. One thing I will say about this trailer that is good that in my opinion, or at least better than most horror trailers that I typically watch is that they start with a scene in a bedroom with a little girl and then they just take for the rest of the, uh, and that, and it shows you the itemized moment of this is what you should come to expect with the boogeyman. And uh, then they do it two more times. Uh, Yeah, it's the same darkness, uh, you know, kind of typically like, oh, what, what did I just see kind of moment. But, they throw a little lore expo on the conversation in the middle. And uh, typically, I would say that horror trailers do this thing where it's like, I'm going to throw a bunch of scares at you and mm. it's wall to wall scare and then I'm out. So I would say that this is a reserved trailer, which gives me, you know, hope for the future.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, judging by this director, because the host. Again, the host got a lot of buzz during the pandemic, and it's one of the ones that's it's a movie that's all entirely like zoom cameras okay, of people talking to each other. Um, and what I can say from that movie is that the director did a very good job with a lot of tropes that I had already seen, which isn't a bad thing. What I'm basically saying is that I didn't see anything new in that film, but what the things were. I was like, that was that you did a very good job doing that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and this kind of looks similar, where it's like this looks like your standard, like a haunted house type horror movie, where we're we're not trying to reinvent anything. It's literally called the Boogeyman, and it's about a boogeyman, yeah. some little booger man that's creeping around. And so, like, I think this will be a a perfectly fine horror movie that'll I'll yeah. probably be very entertained uh, by.
3: And there's no, also to say like yeah, it seems standard or whatever. That's not a bad thing. It's like yeah. There, that's part of the genre it's part of it it's about how well yeah executed it is um uh i did find the Every trailer now, a bit dark not like thematically just like i turned my brightness up really right
2: it's, uh, they're trying to hide that the, the booger man and yeah. like it's too fucking I'm dark. like well yeah. let me
3: see him i'm old now yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> i wish there was more rules to it like I, we we did this in the mid-2000s where we had the horror movies where it's like uh like uh the 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 creature only exists in darkness and that didn't seem like the case here and like again it's a cliche but the concept of a boogeyman seems like you know something to do that with i'm hoping there's more to this just because it's based off of stephen king obviously Mm -hmm. Uh, but as of right now it just looks like i don't know like did you guys ever see the empty man no not we did a we did a podcast on it and um Just the name alone, you'd say, oh, that's one of these, right? It's called The Empty Man. The Empty Man is a movie that's, um, it still has some of this, like these sensibilities, but it was a surprise. It was like, whoa, I didn't expect the movie to be as fucking weird Mm -hmm. and intense as it was. Mm -hmm. So, like, these movies can't surprise you because they're often marketed and titled to sound all alike, you know? Yeah. Uh, And so, like, sometimes it's just maybe a fun horror movie that's fine. Other times it might actually be something significant, uh, so there's no way to know, I guess.
1: Not with trailers. Uh, no. What the uh, to me the way in which you try to you know surmise if it's going to be good is maneuvers that they do. Like she has this little, the little girl has this little ball of light that she sleeps with to stay safe, and it's just this diffused little you know like planet looking thing. And at one point she rolls it under her bed so she can see she moves the light that is uh, a lot like it's not much but it's unique uh, and it causes a haunting image when yeah. you know yeah. it stops yeah that was a cool moment you go oh it bumped into something uh, yeah that was better than a lot of these movies do. exactly uh, yeah. so hopefully they're more enamored with the mechanizations of scares as opposed to doing you know a quota of jump scares
2: absolutely
1: mm-hmm uh, I have nothing else to say about this. I am done with this. I give done it, it this. receives one and a half hypes.
3: <laughs> one and <laughs> a half hypes out of what?
2: <laughs> the hype system The Abe is coming out yeah, with yeah. the hype system. I'm the new gu- I'm the new host. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta change That's, it up. I love that you're guest hosting. You're like, I'm gonna fucking Mary yeah. Poppins this. It's yeah, a bold dude. move. Much respect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, next trailer is called The Power. The Power. This is, uh, this is a television show, I believe. Is it a television I don't know how show? It is. Oh, okay. No,
3: it's a, no, no, no. Wait, yeah,
2: I think it is. Hold it on. It
3: should probably be. I read this book.
2: No way. I sure oh, did. Oh fuck. Yeah, I sure
3: did.
1: Yeah, this is a TV series. Did you know
3: Toni what it was Collette about? Is what
1: got
2: my, Yeah,
3: I know what it's about. Hell yeah, I know what this is about. Well, I, I know know it's it's about. About
1: what it's about, but this like when you when you open when I just gotta ask if when you were like I should read that. Well, what about the book was like, yeah, I got to well, get I, I'd some of that. it. Well, I had been recommended,
3: it had been recommended to me. Oh, no, I did it in a book club. I first read it as a book oh, club yeah. um, and with a group of female friends. And um, I found it to be incredible. I love, love, loved this book. Okay. Um, awesome. I will say that while I think some of the casting choices in this, uh, Tony Collette, I can't remember the character's name, but I know who she's playing. Um, all of that's great. The tone from this trailer hits different than uh, the tone of the book because it feels a little bit like "yes, girl." And 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 the the book is about um, reconciling our our relationship to power, like you know, the oppressive society, a misogynistic society, and and all the ways that men treat women. And when women take back that power And then what happens And there is a lot That's like a gender war almost Um, And so it's a pretty dark And this felt a little It does have hints of it Like you can see there's stuff like a plane crash and yeah. I'm like, that doesn't look happy. No, yeah, that,
2: but I get what you're saying for sure. It's got like yeah. that
3: rockin' song and it's, it seems like a Great little song. yes girl. Yep. Yeah. So I'm curious. Yeah. I'm very curious. I am excited about this because I liked the book so much and yeah. it really made me think about power dynamics and the nature of uh, human nature, <laughs> you know, because we, we often are like, well, if women were in charge, you know things would be different and while i would love to see more women in charge i just because it's a woman doesn't mean they aren't evil you know like or have a capacity for evil it might
2: so it might help you to know that the writer of the book did write at least one episode of this i'm looking it up yeah yeah so they seem to be involved so if we're lucky they're they're trying to make it they're trying to advertise it one way without like letting you know
3: how dark it's gonna be
2: that's my guess
3: yeah um yeah and i think that that's perfectly fine like i i don't i'm not in the business of trailer making um right but i am excited about about this one i honestly am
2: too because even if it wasn't as dark as you're saying it is, I'm glad to hear that it probably will go that way. Yeah, it um, should. <laughs> I I love that the pre- basic premise is the government. It seems like the government's like, oh fuck, teenage girls have superpowers. Shit. Oh yeah, we, we are terrible to them. We're terrible yeah. to them. They're yeah. gonna hate us. Right.
3: Like
0: we haven't we, established like, we have what prepared. happens
3: in this yet. I just said in this world, this this thing. Uh, t- yes, women, teenage girls, are. Um, Developing a power to like within their body, they can feel it in their chest somewhere, I believe, is where it's located. And you literally have like taking power, like you've got electricity running through you. You can zap people, you can cause, and so like the whole balance men are no longer stronger than women (laughs) in any capacity, right? right, right. Like, (laughs) that's what's cool is this
2: could have easily been like a CW show premise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you're right it's kind of being advertised a little that way but I do feel like if it's based off a book that actually like explored that concept I really I,
1: that I makes hearing me you describe excited. the excited
2: yeah yeah it yeah. makes me feel a lot better And about to be this. fair
3: it's been a couple years since I read it it might start off with a lighter tone and then as the plot evolves and like the ramifications so to be fair maybe that's something of the energy at the beginning but mm, I remember it pretty specifically being fairly thrilling <laughs> like
2: yeah mm-hmm. there's some other things to me like the presence of tony collette like she kind of does good things yeah almost all the time um and that yes i include the third triple x movie mm-hmm. uh john leguizamo kind of similar especially lately um and then just it being on amazon um they don't seem to be in the business of like young adult stuff right so like that all to me points to like this is going to be uh a pretty legit series, And it's not I that think. Amazon mm.
3: always knocks it out of the park, but they've had some great, you know, they've some of my favorite shows of the last 10 years, specifically um, Patriot.
0: <laughs> right.
3: <you love laughs> Which Patriot. I love. You know, yeah. um, so I, I am, the, yeah, I have hope for this.
1: Good. Yeah. I also got a vibe of like, it's also, it's not just men and women, it's also the youngs versus the olds. There's a little yeah, bit of that because vibe, right? because the other part of all... this
3: is that um, older women are not developing that necessarily. Uh, it's literally right. like the young generation. So there is an element of, you know, society changing and people wanting to protect old ways of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it touches on all the themes that we see in our lives, you know, in the politics. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. They
1: just won't die. The olds won't die. We're becoming the olds. Yeah. Oh, and there's
3: a whole religious element too, of like you know what happens in this world. Like some people will say, like this is the, you know, God is a woman. I don't remember exactly the specifics of how you know, but it's interesting.
1: Okay. Right. Okay. The power. The power. The power.
3: I did um, desperately. I do say that. I do say. I will say that when I was reading it, I almost ached because i wanted a power like that (laughs) yeah like and my friends that were in book club i remember that being a conversation of like there was something in me that was a little bit sad like the way they describe it um the feeling of it of what it feels like to have it and i was like "Fuck, that's what's been missing Mm -hmm. my whole life (laughs) a little electric
2: (laughs) surge (laughs) there's a video game called infamous that deals with this power too and Mm. it's yeah it's a fun power Katie, you know people. you can
1: always go out and get a get buy a sword. In a way, a sword is kind of ta- like a power. Well, a taser, yeah, a t- 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 taser,
2: and and tie them to your hands and tell and then people say you I the am the power. Powers. You know that's yeah.
3: not a bad idea. I could also just get <laughs> one of those like hand palm shockers, just to get. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Put just us in our l- place. A little men. shock.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. <laughs>
2: Well next trailer then Next trailer mm-hmm. Let's keep it going Let's keep the hype train going Ooh, I'm We it. have The Strays mm. The mm-hmm. Strays This is a Netflix movie uh, About
1: what? Not sure Is it about? So I know how this was pitched
3: Okay This okay.
1: is someone walked in And they said Remember Jordan Peele's Us? Go yeah right. And they're like also, do you remember it follows? <laughs> like, yeah, yep. Because what it is is it's cl- my guess is that a la- well, a lady lives in like a perfect manicured kind of rich lifestyle, and then she starts to get essentially haunted. She also has a dark secret, it's and very she clear. has a dark. It's clear yeah. she's got it being haunted by likes. I think she left her family to live in the rich dream life. That's just what I'm gathering together, because that's like low-hanging fruit and makes sense. Right. But there's these two people who seem to be coming at her and her family and friends and, like, making her life mostly, like, just fucking up the whole system. But there's... On top of everything, they seem to be semi-supernatural. Like, they can be here and not there, and they're treated yes. like, a, uh, like a monster somewhat. Kind of like how the beginning of... Kind of like the aspects of it follows, where it's just a person watching you from afar, but it's us, because there seems to be some real dark secret that this is now kind of, like, where the rubber meets the road, in terms of, hey, we're here now, and you need to pay for your sins,
2: Right, it gives me vibes. Um, like that. That description gives me vibes. There's a horror movie called *His House* that I don't want to spoil, but it's a little bit about like the concept of survival, survivors' guilt, and being mm. haunted by like a past event. And I could definitely see what you're saying there, which is like this idea that she might have escaped some past life that was terrible, and now that past life is haunting her, and it might be a pretty, pretty like one-to-one metaphor there. It looks I I don't know any this this director has only done like shorts and stuff, so like this is a very untested um, director. But like I don't know this director also has done a lot of acting apparently. Mm. Who's the director? Um, um nathaniel martello white Mm -hmm. um he -hmm. was in red tails he was in the sisterhood of the traveling pants so that's good oh um
3: well i i love an actor that does short has done shorts and is now making a feature that sounds nice but yeah i did not get much from this trailer (laughs) i wasn't sure what this was about
2: it's i think i i hard agree with you abe which is that it feels like this is the same way Smile was, mm-hmm. where I still haven't seen Smile, but it just felt like they've said, "Hey, we want to be the next." It follows, right. and the studio said, "We want you to be the next." It follows, right? So let's do it. But of course, to be the next, it follows, you have to just think of a new thing. That I, I, this looks like it could go either way at this point, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's the thing you're going to get more like I love the genres like um, sci fi less so because it takes a lot of money to do sci fi, you know, often, but like horror and thriller and, you know, like. Um, a lot of the indie features that kind of feature, um, you know, oh, it's just people in like a neighborhood really. Um, the budget is going to be low. So studios are very excited about this, you know, ceiling being naturally like could be, you know, paranormal activity high, um, this obviously is a lot more money. Um, it's more like in akin to it follows, but we found that these movies do well. Um, so it's one of the bastions for directors, for you know creators. Is this genre right here? You can get only if you can get like a few million dollars from a studio. And shoot a major motion picture because they think the investment can pay back dividends. Um, you know, you can't just be a no name director and go and, you know, direct a Marvel movie. So it's, right. uh, so I encourage people to watch these types of films, mm-hmm. even if they might not be in your um, <coughs> wheelhouse normally, because it's a place where creativity is going and fresh blood is. Um, so, and we need that.
3: Yeah
2: yeah Yeah. well i have no other thoughts on this other than it, it's either going to be really good or really bad <laughs> i don't know yeah May, maybe maybe it will be just okay um my point being that they don't give us much here so i just don't have enough to say mm-hmm. but it's like for all we know this will be a big the next big horror movie mm-hmm. i don't know it's coming out soon right it's coming out
1: like february i think i believe so yeah i'll be watching it's it. a netflix
2: yeah, it's one of them Netflix. You mm-hmm. know what else is coming out soon?
1: Ne- uh, Maybe.
2: Actually, I don't actually know. Viking Wolf.
3: Viking Wolf. Viking Golden. Yeah. Um, so fun. Viking Wolf, the name. Uh. Yes. Is that the... So in this... It's a werewolf movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even actually invo- think it involves <laughs> Viking. I was fucking waiting for a Viking wolf to... yeah, ...burst out hat. of the forest yeah. somehow. And from what I can tell, it's no Viking... Mm-mm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's been around since Viking times. Maybe that's, is that the translation? No, because they are saying werewolf in the <laughs> subtitles. I, yeah, it's werewolf. I,
2: I feel like because this is out of Norway or whatever, <laughs> She's very clearly that just a werewolf. someone was like, fucking call it Viking wolf. And they're like, <laughs> all right. With like love. it's called, yeah. I don't
1: know. I I like the touch of um, they needed to give her like an indicator of like, okay, we want everyone to be confident. That's a werewolf. That's not just like some crazy wolf. Yeah. Uh, and they do that by <laughs> giving the lady. Um, uh, I forget what it's called, but you know how one of your eyes is different color than the other eye. Yeah, you know that one. I uh, know that one. They do that, and so that when you see the wolf and it has two. Different colored eyes. You go like, ah, she—that's her. Uh, and right. I like the simplicity of that. Um, Me too. I also like that. I mean, I think I'm sure this has been done
2: before, but it's a teenage girl, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like,
1: yeah, that's a good werewolf. That's a good werewolf. And this yeah. is not a mystery. Yeah. It's
2: from the perspective of the werewolf.
1: Yeah, it's from the perspective of the werewolf, which is great, and you seem to have sympathy for her. But in the second half of the trailer, uh, you see that. She's clearly running around caves murdering people, so it's yeah, it's gonna have a lot of things going on. Uh, I do miss, as Katie kind of alluded, that w- this should have had like a Viking longboat with a bunch of werewolves, <laughs> like so, for rowing. That's what
3: I wanted <laughs> what it, to see. I was waiting for it. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah.
1: I'll take this. I'll take this.
2: It's this is one of those <laughs> things where it's like, whenever a werewolf movie comes, I'm like, okay, how mm-hmm. awesome do you d- intend to be? <laughs> uh, are you going to go serious or not and like the the sweet spot to me is like the movie dog soldiers mm-hmm. which is like we can be both we can be both uh but a lot of them have to pick i feel like we've gotten a lot of werewolf movies recently where like yes it's about something else um or it's or it's like we've gotten a lot of like small town werewolf ones and yes. this is no different that, yeah. but i i do commend this for having like the 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 misty forest look uh, mm. Like, it looks kind of like a classic werewolf story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, keep it coming, where it's like, listen, some are good, some are bad. What's important you, is yeah. that we have a werewolf movie every year. <clears throat> That's yeah. the thing.
1: And I think that we, we also saw... So, something that they talk about a lot, uh, you know, in literary circles, I guess. I don't know. Just the idea of the horror genre being a demarcator of what, like the audience is very it's like what the zeitgeist is scared about right you know you think about zombies you think about mob mentality you think about uh dracula's and you think about the aristocratic class preying on the other classes and something that i said and i would say that i'm time has shown that i was a little wrong about this but about 10 years ago i was like with everything that's been was happening politically i'm like we're going to get a bunch of shapeshifter movies and right. that's kind of been true we've had like outsider uh which is that hbo series we have a wolf every year but like i always love to think about that because it's definitely like putting a werewolf in a suburbs or in a small town is always like oh you fear the other you fear Someone's lying about who they are. Someone might be, you know, God forbid, a leftist or a Trump follower. You know, like so it's like that kind of tribalism to me is very interesting anytime any one of these movies come up. I don't know if this one is gonna pen anything in that way, but it always is cool to to think about, I guess.
2: I, I think so, but I also like it when it's just uh it's a fucking werewolf, you know? What are we gonna do of about course, this werewolf? Of
3: course.
1: And I yeah. love it when it's just a... Uh, blue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A
3: little it's fucking ghoul. Cool. similar to uh oh, what was the first one? Boogeyman. What? You know, like a classic oh, kind of uh Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I but don't know what's what that one is. I think that's just like spooky of the you know, ooh, the darkness is spooky.
2: Right. Yeah, this is definitely this was a roller coaster in that. I saw the words Viking Wolf and then I clicked on it and then I was like, this isn't a fucking Viking Wolf. But then I was like, this is also good. This is also fine. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad at it.
1: Um, That's absolutely what happened, Dave. I know. Yep. (laughs) Um, All right. Next trailer is for Moving On. Moving On to Moving Mm. On. Mm -hmm. Jane Fonda is going to kill Malcolm McDowell and Lily Tomlin is there to supervise.
3: That's the movie. What more could you ask for? I'm I pro
2: this. I, yeah. I'm just like I'm I'm like I don't I don't need to see any more. This is this
1: is You're sold. Great. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um you I, uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin are uh great together.
1: Yes as a little duo. Yeah.
3: So can't be mad at that. No, they're they're doing a great job. Malcolm McDowell playing like
2: a shitty old guy. Uh-huh. I mean that's that's what he's good at. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. like that that works really well. Um yeah, it's basically it looks like a like a dark comedy about this woman who's decided to kill this man that she's has a has some sort of grudge on and you don't quite know what it is, but it really seems like he's a prick. Uh it really seems mm-hmm. like he deserves to die, but the movie is uh or the trailer's unclear about that. It it's uh, about whether
3: or not they do <laughs> or like yeah. what happens. Yeah.
1: do you think they're going to do it? How how do you think They'll kill Malcolm. You know what? I actually, think that he'll die,
3: but I don't know if they'll kill him because they got to learn some lessons for themselves. Right. That, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that too. How would they'll you kill. guys
1: kill Malcolm McDowell?
3: Well, certainly not well, stabbing. By the way, of one scene in the at a party. Yeah, it, yeah that's true. As is suggested, I'm like, that's not the way to do it. And you should mm-hmm. probably stop telling people you're going to kill someone if you're actually going to kill
2: someone. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <But laughs> is, it makes for a great comedy premise. It does. Like, well, it's it's a great. Just, she's gonna fucking kill Malcolm McDowell how is she gonna do it we don't know um, I, I, I would sneak up on him because he's Sneaks. terrifying yeah. maybe while he's yeah. sleeping but that makes it even scarier sneaky
1: and, sneaky and a hammer that's all you need mm-hmm. uh, I also am getting vibes because we're talking about like what makes the comedy work is it not very similar or do you get vibes of that uh, the Banshees of Insurance kind of deal where it's like, wh- what's the hook? What gets you there? And what's the central mystery? I don't know. Someone just announces something very weird. And everyone seems <laughs> like friends, but they also seem right. like enemies. Um, that's, to me, I wonder if that was even, if it's just, you know, uh, thinking that's just happening in parallel or if they're they're that that was actively like oh someone read that script and was like that's so fun um, i bet
2: it's one of those things that's been going around a little bit because like dark <coughs> comedies feel like the kind of thing we need right now and like this is one of those where i'm like oh yeah of course you do a comedy around this right like someone who's just like i'm gonna kill this person like it felt like it was bound to happen <laughs> i don't know if it's uh just a coincidence with
1: Banshees, but mm-hmm. I,
2: I assume so only because those are two very different circles. Right. And the tone totally. is so different.
1: Totally. But I just couldn't help but see that one same, uh, similarity, which is a kind of a big one.
2: Right. It should also be noted that this, uh, this trailer features shaft Richard Roundtree. Yes, it does. Yeah. And yeah. he's and
1: fallen in love with, I assume everybody. Yeah. And
2: everybody's fallen in love with him. Yes. um, Love this cast. It's wild. It's wild to <laughs> see Malcolm McDowell in a fucking, like, comedy. Mm. Uh, not that he's. it's beneath him. He's done plenty, I'm sure. But this is, like, it's just such a weird cast, and I love it. Yeah. I'll definitely see this one. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, all right. Next one. I actually thought I... <laughs> I was actually wanting to delete this one, the chemistry of death, just because I don't have anything to say about this I have this no trailer. idea
3: really what they're telling me. I'm going through right now, clicking through it, like trying to see if I can remember. And I'm like, I, you can't I, I don't know. It's so a
2: procedural with it's like, procedural. like a forensic yeah. guy, yeah. a forensic pathologist, which is funny because it's like, I get that that's fine, but it's like, just say FBI. I don't know. Just make him an FBI agent. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's whatever. It's in Ireland. We,
1: yeah, uh, so Maybe at, at first I thought And I want to ask you guys If you're familiar with this work I thought this was going to be Because the first thing we see Is like a woman is Dead and she has been s- Like wings have been like Super s- dead Surgically grafted to her body Yeah uh, And I thought at first I was like wait Did they kill a woman who had wings? Is this That would be cool Because Because yeah, have you you guys familiar with how how <laughs> popular is like I read it in like high school, but uh, Garcia Marquez is a very old man with enormous wings. You, oh, I haven't read familiar? that. No. Yeah, so basically the story behind that is the town finds like a dying old man with huge wings and people in town are basically split on whether he's an angel or a demon and it really shows the tribalism and the, like the tragedy of opinions that can occur in the right circumstances which is kind of perfect right now uh, yeah. but this- does it end up being a promo
2: for a mall like that's, that's <laughs> <in> the <laughs> thing is this
1: just becomes a freaky true detective movie where the protagonist says shit like bone records all so uh, it looks
3: like this is a TV series
1: yeah it is yeah yeah
3: this is like
2: it like this again it's it's fine it's like there's it's so fine. many of these yeah. this is based off a book uh it, it's i'm sure it's fucking real dark and spooky and fine like i i'm not saying i wouldn't watch this i'm just saying like oh yeah this is like hannibal or like any other that's like, right.
1: gritty procedural <laughs> yeah where it's I'm like absolutely- the mystery who done it and it's probably gonna get you know go yeah. straight to the top yeah
3: yeah um uh, Um, I probably Mm -hmm. This is something I would probably put on But I will absolutely forget about it Based off of this trailer Yes It's This is too uh, Generic Seeming To me It's
1: too CBS uh, To me Yeah
3: But Which um, is a shame But I love TV I love a limited series um, Mm -hmm. And My parents have Paramount Plus So I can use their login (laughs) Yeah, There's just too many episodes. shows
1: <clears throat> There's a lot of There's them. a lot of shows I hope And this is another one This is another one I hope his name is Forensic Specialist Bone This <laughs> really
3: yeah. into Bones They should have just called it Bones They yeah. co- should have called it Bones Yeah, we've never had a yeah. show called Bones Exactly mm. I was on Bones I was on Bones You, you were bones. on Bones I was on Bones I've did, been you a- meet, did you meet Mr. Bones? Yeah Well who would that be? Yeah, I met I her know, I guess that's... and uh <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Um Emily Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel's sister. Is that the one? I've been the dead body uh or the victim on several of these shows. Uh and Bones is one of them. I played that's somebody awesome. that uh what happened? I had several like flashback scenes of I'm pretty sure I worked in a weed shop and got killed there and then <laughs> I was buried right. And they f- they found my bones.
1: They f- oh,
2: they good. found your bones. Classic <laughs> you
3: stoner,
1: a- Katie stole.
3: Yeah, yeah. Typecast again. You should get a again. plaque.
2: Mm-hmm. You should get a plaque for like every show you get to play a dead body in. Like they should give yeah. something. Because there's That's so true. many of those shows.
3: Yeah. Um, I was on CSI and I got.
1: <laughs> you were a, a face in the sky, right? I was,
3: but before then, a lot of flashbacks. I my first thing that I shot was that. <laughs> the scene where my Uh, body gets thrown out of a car and rolls down so i had to be like (laughs) i
1: love talking about the times (laughs) that you've been in front of millions of people this is
3: one of my first jobs
1: Uh, my favorite is the fishy uh, mcdonald's ad yeah
3: there's that one i remember
1: at cracked we 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 all found like it on the internet (laughs) We're trying to stop at the moment that you really felt like you were dead inside. <laughs>
3: I've got the picture uh, on my Facebook somewhere, and I can send You're it like, to you. I but hate
1: this.
2: There's yeah. like a
3: screenshot of me about to take a bite of the fish McBite, and my eyes look so sad. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I look like, like I might, like, them, right? dead. This is me selling my soul. <laughs> you could see you it all. Did you spit out the sandwich? Oh, I spit, like... out, I, I spit out so many of them. So many, in okay, fact, good. that. Um, at the end of the day, the ad people were like, disapprovingly. They were like, "Did you take? Did you swallow any of those?" And I was like, and "It's like that. W- no, you didn't pay me to swallow. You didn't any pay of me th- them. If like, you yeah. wanted me to swallow them, they needed to be a warm and not congealed <laughs> yeah. and rubbery, right?
1: And not designed for looking good on camera instead I, of something that's exactly. good.
3: they. But yeah. yeah. they only but, they've. I think they were only around for a few weeks, and they never brought him back. So maybe they always taste like that.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Anywho, right.
3: procedurals—been yeah. uh, there, procedural. done that.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I, I, maybe you can maybe you can hop on this one at some point.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll see.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh. Another another trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We oh. have another trailer called "We Have a Ghost." We have a ghost. Ooh. This is um this is a horror comedy it's a pg-13 like it looks like it's kind of aimed towards kids from the um it's from the maker of um the writer and i think director of freaky and happy death mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. um and several of the paranormal activities um what do you what do you what are your thoughts on this it's got uh so- david harbour it's got
3: tig <laughs> yeah. it's got jennifer coolidge great cast they're Anthony Mackie, bait and switch because at the beginning you're like oh this is serious but then you realize it's you know it's a laugh a minute it's yeah it's a laugh yeah. a minute david harbour running around mm-hmm. i had okay 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 okay, okay. so okay. i'm watching a delightful show right now called ghosts um have you guys heard of this Ooh. show i no. love it um it's basically a couple inherits a um, mansion in the countryside and they're new yorkers and uh she fall has a fall and hits her head and can see all the ghosts that live in this house and they can interact with her and they're but the rules of it you know there's like these all these people are stuck there and they're they're most people can't see him but she can and i'm loving this interacting with the ghost thing so i like that element. Um I have some questions. If this ghost can move about freely as it is suggested by the trailer, why's what's he been what's he been doing this whole time? I just don't know. You know, like, has he been hiding attic. in the
2: attic the whole yeah. time for like decades? It's weird. It's unclear because the ghost seems it's one of those where like it seems like being a ghost is fine.
3: Yeah.
1: Like it's like, oh that's, <clears throat> that seems alright. You can think. just interact. I think it's like a modern Casper But with a middle-aged man Which doesn't sound great But it's uh, <laughs> like Because at one point they Bold make a pitch. note of He goes viral So there's probably some ghost rule Where it's like he's being haunted by those That like can Like the memories of Like the um, kind of ambient memories Of what's like where the ghosts have been around So the second he goes viral Maybe that allows him to go out into the world I don't know but Tignataro shows up as a ghost hunter, and that's something I did not expect that
3: I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that was a left turn. Yeah. I uh yeah, I'm I'm
2: curious about what ghosts are in this world. Because like we watched Casper on one of the movie nights and we realized being a ghost in Casper, like you could just do anything. Right. Like they literally go on vacation and it's like it's really it just seems like you're a human with superpowers. Mm-hmm. And in this it's like, is he the only ghost?
3: Right. We're you know? not like, seeing because, others.
2: Yeah. And so is that the idea that he is the only ghost ever and that's why it's an impressive? Yeah, it does because like if this is what ghosts are like, if they're extremely visible, then they'd be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like what's special about him? I I honestly don't know. I I think this will be a fun movie. I like this better so this team, the people who've been behind this, they did, like I said, Freaky, Happy Death Day. They also did My Best Friend's Exorcism, which I, I said another hype cast, their pattern seems to be take an 80s comedy and make it horror. Make it horror. Freaky Friday, yeah. but a murderer. Uh, Groundhog Day, but a murderer. And so on and so forth. So it's nice to see them kind of do something that's not that, that seems it's like very- it's at least an original story. I mean, not that those weren't, but you know what I mean, where it's like, this is a, a little out of that comfort zone.
1: Mm-hmm. It is strange to me though Because it is as Was said and I agree with It seems to be a family movie or a kids movie Because of like the jokes And you know the light tone I, Yeah, uh, I... There is a sequence where You know Jennifer Coolidge plays a medium And she comes to meet uh, The ghost David Harbour And he, he allows his Face to like slough off Like he melts his own <laughs> mm-hmm. face And I'm like this is for kids. Right. And she gets so scared. She jumps out the window. I hope she becomes a ghost because that's something I want to see.
2: This is the thing is those other movies, happy death day freaky. The issue I ran into them is that they were both, they were horror comedies, but because they were trying to be like kind of adult horror, they weren't horror or comedy. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Where it's like the jokes weren't that, Good in my opinion uh-huh. and the horror wasn't very good so i didn't get much out of it because they're trying to, so like the the fact that this is a family movie i actually think maybe that will be good for this team where it's that you never quite they never quite for me at least nailed that adult horror comedy genre they never mm-hmm. made a you know like a hide and seek um was that what that was called ready or not sorry ready or, ready not. or
0: not
1: yeah
2: um they wouldn't. They could never go that hard, and so it always felt like they were always pulling their punches. Yeah. So maybe that works because I do think there is a good genre for horror family that does mean to traumatize kids a little bit because we've always we've always done that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's part of the deal. Like that's you know like uh, we love we love making kids movies that are just a little too
3: fucked up mm-hmm. uh, so that and so they I for the rest of their, their life that. can't watch things. <clears throat> doing that again (laughs) so that for the rest of their life like me they can't watch anything scary by themselves (laughs) exactly
1: right The (laughs) is that what
3: did it for you i think it might be uh because i do have memories well okay i remember having a babysitter my parents were out of town and they wanted to watch pet cemetery and i wasn't allowed but i could hear it from the other side of the door like the living rooms on the other outside of my bedroom and I was mm-hmm. extra scared and like I'd open right. the door and see something awful and then close it you know so I, I, that's right. a really formative memory for me yeah
1: so you got you got scarred a little bit
3: a little bit yeah, yeah. that'll happen the one for me
1: was uh, Monster Squad right oh yep because yes, that's like a that's like a Goonies but it also ha- features horrifying like uh, puppet work so there's yeah. like gooey creatures and stuff <laughs> like right, they, and I was like, ew! This is all very disgusting. And he, that man turned into a bat, and it's gross and got goo everywhere. So it was more of like a gross out factor than it was like truly horrified. But like I don't know, David Harbour's face just falling off to the bone, and you can see the muscles and the sinews. Like it's very like they went hard for no reason it seems
2: it's a tradition it's a tradition that's a, all i'm saying yeah this is a a long-standing tradition that you know like i like to see this stuff because i i people who people love to complain like kids today are so coddled and it's like 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 yeah i'm glad we're keeping the tradition of fucking with kids you know yep. <laughs> we need we need a, we need a modern um oh wow his name just lost me land before time um oh. Fifle. Fifle? Faiful?
1: Oh uh Blu- uh Dan Don uh, Blue. Don Blue. Don, Don Blue. Oh. We, we need a Don
2: Bluth. We need we need someone to roll around just teaching yeah. kids about the fucking the abyss that is death. Yeah. Uh, real yeah.
1: dark shit. That but yeah. that's like even more see to me that I don't know. I could talk about that for hours. All I'll yeah. say is just the image of David Harper's face is different from like you know, like a real horrifying thing uh right. it's just gross to look at and kids will yeah cry. i don't
2: think this goes hard enough personally yeah <laughs> I mean,
1: you, you you would say that dave yeah <laughs> yeah
2: well let's talk about our last trailer uh my goodness my We'll have goodness. to talk about this one for long i was just very baffled by the existence of this yes it's called the magic flute yeah what, what is what what's going on here i don't know uh yeah, it's Harry it's Potter. It's like Harry Potter. Yeah. Let's see. But I don't think it's big budget. This doesn't get it's got fucking F Murray Abraham. There's a, Abraham. a dragon
1: <laughs> or a snake or
2: something. Yeah, it's <laughs> some sort of Harry Potter but Mozart? Yeah. Mozart yeah. is
1: actual magic like the the idea is you go to like a world that of imagination, you know, like that's apparently connected to Mozart, so he was a wizard?
3: Well, okay, so uh looks like this is about Two teens on a teen on two journeys, one into a prestigious boarding school to fulfill his aspirations as a singer and another mm. into a parallel wor- world filled with fantasy and adventure. That's right. There we are. Through yeah. time, through music, so through love. That's it the says. Mozart of it all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I this just give me vibes because like the director has done nothing else. They did one short and it's been it's okay okay so it's the people who created it have a little more of um a background there's like created by credits even though it i think it's a movie but my my feeling is like is this like some just really rich person who wanted to make this movie because it it's it just came out of fucking nowhere uh and it doesn't have i i don't know it it like this isn't doesn't seem to be based off a book or anything is it it's just based off of mozart
3: yeah i don't
1: it's got to be a book. It's and I don't know, but...
3: Shout Factory isn't the best. I mean, right, it, that's
1: the not thing Shout Factory big, doesn't... Nor do they make films
3: like all right, this It's based typically. off an opera.
1: It's
2: based off a Mozart opera. Jesus. Ah, something yeah. that so none this of us is have really heard
1: really yeah, yeah, it sounds like it's a rich person. right because
2: i don't think because mozart is a character in this like right like the idea is you get sucked into the magical world of mozart mozart which i guess he's like a wizard in this it's just it's one of those ones where we covered um a few episodes back uh like that one one that was the secret of tom sawyer's gold and it was like about a treasure hunting kid searching and it's like i'm pretty sure tom sawyer wasn't a real person Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what's going on here? Like, it feels like there's a lot of these movies coming out that just feel like a weird, like, kids' movie fever yeah. dream. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where, for whatever <laughs> reason, this was maybe, like, they realized that they, they could, like, <clears throat> um, get the rights t-
3: <laughs> to this well, opera. That's kind of how Shout Factory is, I think. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That's a good diagnosis. Um, yeah.
2: I just don't know what the hell I'm looking at.
3: I'm not sure that I'll be watching this one. <laughs> Let's do like Magic you will. flute for life. Woo! We'll be watching
2: this on a movie night, no doubt. Because mm-hmm. this just looks, I don't know, this looks ridiculous.
1: Will he sing the best? I need to know. No. It's just
2: amazing that CGI has gotten to a point where I'm like, look at this. This is like decent CGI. And what is essentially an indie film, as far as I can tell. Um, yep. Or rather, like, it's not a big studio film.
1: I mean, it looks pretty expensive to me, but
2: you know, it does look expensive. I just don't understand it. I don't know where it came from. It's not as big as like a haircut, it came Potter out of Germany, or, it looks like. So it might just be like a a larger film out of Germany.
1: Hey, maybe that maybe they're just uh, they just got to launder some money from all the cocaine. Yeah, like, who yeah. knows these days?
2: It's an Ewe bull situation mm-hmm. where he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I got nothing else to say about this. Do we want to move on? Do we want to thank some more producers?
1: Let's thank hell some yeah. producers,
2: Dave. All right. Big thank you to David Knife Boot Henson. Oh. Thank you to Deborah is awesome. Barbara is great. And cancer can go to hell. Oh. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Yay. Thank you to Driftless wrote Mabel's name in the Witch's Book of Blood. No. Thank you to E.T. the extravagant terrestrial. Yeah. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Ooh. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Funky J, mostly comes out at night, mostly. Thank you to Glitterous,
1: CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Ah, Let's keep it going and thank Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank you. Thank you to Ombre Says Mabel, step on me. Yep. Yep. uh, (laughs) Let's go right on to James Cameron's Prolapse Locomotive. Thank you. Thank you. Look, Ma, I'm on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie. Fuck shuffling with William Defoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Based off a true story. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Hey, Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No one can hear you scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you, Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Whew. All right. We got some news stories. We can sort of
2: blast through them. Uh, The first one is, of course, Zachary Levi, uh, who's uh, getting Shazam 2 coming out, posted what really seemed like an anti-vax tweet. A little Shazam of his own. Technically, it's not. (laughs) Technically, he was just talking about how uh, the tweet was someone said, do you agree or not that Pfizer is a real danger to the world? He said, hardcore agree. You could argue if you want to be disingenuous, that he <laughs> is just <laughs> saying <laughs> that yeah, Pfizer he, as a pharmaceutical company is evil. So but it, that sure seems like a little anti-vaxy.
1: The, right, the specifics
3: but, of the Pfizer yeah, make it anti we have
1: verified, he's like clarified, he's like, no, I just meant the, I don't like corporations. He really? Did. He did clarify No, I that. didn't. Uh, I am asking because like I, uh, I think I it think is disingenuous, so. but I do think some people might like he didn't well, say much. I so. certainly
3: agree that uh, pharmaceutical companies are, are not to be trusted in general, right. but not uh, to the not in the ways that an anti-vax person would be saying Pfizer specifically right. is um, a danger to the world.
1: Right, I feel right. like you'd agree with me, and you know, you probably know both of you probably know more than me. But this really feels like gotcha, like monitoring by people. Like Pfizer's both a provider of an effective vaccine that saved people's lives, and is a large greedy corporation. Both things are true, and like kind of let's stop to say that one thing is only true. Uh, right. He posted. He said just one example of what I'm referring to. And posted
2: a legitimate, you, like, DOJ investigation into Pfizer. So, like, that, to me, that does save it a little, where he's like... okay. There's, yeah. Like, he hasn't come out and saying vaccines are bad. Right. Um, and, like, it is still, like, a little weird. Like, it's a little, like, you know, squinty face over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, like, James Gunn came out and basically said, like, I'm not going to fire everybody I disagree with. Um <laughs> Which is fair in this case.
3: Yeah, I, I, I would say that that is fair, especially in this case. And, you know, he also says, uh, by the same token, if somebody's doing something morally reprehensible, then that's a different story. We have to take all that stuff into account. It's a balance. It's a modern world and it's right. a different place. We can't just fire everybody <laughs> for something vague yeah, what, like you know um it's a strange thing to i mean i don't have the answers to it but there's lots of people that don't believe in the vax and they're not going to change their mind <laughs> right at the end of the day basically this tweet if he doesn't say
2: more and maybe he has i don't i don't know um uh but like this just feels like one of those opening lines from someone that you'd like go, why are you saying Mm -hmm. that? And maybe then they clarify and it's fine, but that's, it's a little sus. It's just a little like, "Hmm." and it's very funny because obviously they've had a lot of issues with DC. Um, Ezra Miller, I would argue is doing way more that he should probably not be, you know, doing a, doing a movie. Um, but it's amazing that they're just piling on. There's some additional stuff here where James Gunn is resetting the timeline, which I don't want to get into because I don't care. But I guess I think they're going to nuke uh, the timeline after Shazam anyway. So he's just like, listen, I'm just white knuckling these next few months. Uh, and then and then we're done with Zachary Levi probably anyway. Yeah. Aww, um,
1: I mean, it's just sad to say it like that. I don't I know. care, but like...
2: Yeah, and again, from right from where I'm sitting, there's, there's so a bother, a bunch of other shit came out about Zachary Levi after this, that he's like a big Jordan Peterson guy. And like, he's, I didn't, I didn't look too much into it, but I do think he is not someone I would, I would perhaps uh, enjoy being around, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's a fair assumption.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But as far as I know, he hasn't done anything. <clears throat> and I love that. That's where our bar is yeah. at. But it's like, I'm, at least he didn't like kidnap someone like Ezra Miller did.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's bleak over there. It's it's tough. This is a tough one that I have evolving thoughts on. So I'm like, yeah. It's just that we're not uh, we're right. not we're never gonna convince every. And I'm giving that perspective because I live in a town now where a lot of people do not trust pharmaceutical companies and definitely didn't get vaccinated and um uh luckily that's rarely talked about but you you stumble into a situation where you're like oh and i'm not gonna touch it (laughs) like with a 10-foot pole like i'm not gonna try to convince someone right now that they should go do it because they think i might die of a brain aneurysm at any moment
2: yeah it's one of those things where it's all about timing right where it's like i also don't trust pharmaceutical companies but i'm not gonna like get on that podium during a pandemic either you know no god no Uh, (laughs) because
3: because they're different conversations too it's like it's not about (laughs) that's a whole separate conversation that's important about pharmaceutical companies and the outsized role they have in our country um and the world but um yeah i'm not I'm yeah. not here to spread anti-vax anything.
2: <laughs> okay. So it's official. You're not. You're officially not, I'm officially anti- vaccinated, anti-vaxing.
3: boosted, and yeah. do whatever I need. To
2: like. All right. Well, brave. I'm, I'm fine. brave.
3: <laughs> I'm
2: fine not talking about this. I don't know. Are you, is either of you guys excited for Shazam 2? Because
1: I'm not. No. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm just not the right guy for superhero stuff. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't get my. It doesn't get my juices flowing. You know what I mean. They,
2: yeah, Sam one was fine. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, and I'm sure this will be fine. They're all. And fine. again, he's nuking the DC thing anyway. And like, uh, <sighs> we can let's talk about something more exciting, which is the uh confirmation that there will be a Bad Boys Four. Oh,
1: What's she yeah. gonna do? What's she gonna yeah. do? Are you gonna see this? Yes. <laughs> bad boys. What a bad boy! Uh, yeah, I loved uh, Bad Boys Three. I liked Bad Boys Three. So yeah, I think that one would argue that I'll like franchise. Bad Boys Four. Are we? Uh, ta- Why are we talking? I mean, there's a lot of things that were confirmed. King uh, of the Hill was just confirmed as well. Bad Boys Four. Bad Boys Four. Are you bringing this up because we're, we want to talk about the slap? I want to see if there's a hidden agenda here. No. Oh, okay. No.
2: I. I don't. I, I mean, should I care about the slap? I don't more? think no. you should.
1: No. Okay. Unhinged actors are reality. <laughs> we just talked Thanks. about, you know, possible anti-vaxxers. They, they'll slap people. They're 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 not to be trusted. Uh, Katie, <laughs> this I sounds like that. I think you should leave. Sketch. Yeah. <laughs> he can hit. He can hit. He can hit. Yeah. Katie, you you slap people all the time. All I the know time. this about you. Yeah, so yeah. let's I've just get over to lose it. i my career over it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so let's stop boycotting uh, Will Smith. Let him make a Bad Boys 4, you know?
3: Yeah. I, I did think in this Screen Rant article about it, the confirmation that Bad Boys 4 is moving forward does mark a promising sign for Smith's post-Oscar slap career, something that was yeah, left that. largely in doubt. No, it wasn't. How could that? I'm no, sorry, I don't... Really. It's like, uh, please... Louis C.K. is selling out... Louis C.K.
1: <laughs> yeah. You've, he's, I mean, he slap, didn't
3: slap someone, Will but Smith like, is yeah.
1: one of the biggest names on the planet. It's not like you can't... There's money to be made, and that's what matters.
2: There's, there's no... Right.
3: It says after seeing multiple projects scrapped, yeah, maybe for, like, three months, like...
2: Yeah, right. It, it's one of those things where... And this isn't a judgment on the slap, because, yeah, he shouldn't have slap a guy. Uh, it's, like... I Actually, Will Smith, there's a video of Will Smith slapping someone else, and it's a reporter or fan who kisses him, and he slaps him, and I was like, "That you can slap someone for that um, mm-hmm. in my big book of reasons to slap people. Point being that it was like, it felt like this media frenzy of like, is Will Smith over? Is his career over? And it's like... Why would it be? Why would like, it be? It felt
1: very manufactured. No one knows how to like, navigate <laughs> the space anymore, especially the media, because they're like, oh, wait, how do we feel about it? Do people feel multiple things? It's like, right. yes, it's a complex thing, and people <laughs> exactly. are complex. And you're trying to boil it down to a, he's back, baby, or he should never be back. And it's just right. like, why are you doing this? Your opinion doesn't need to reflect a righteous side you're creating right. a cycle where it becomes personal and vindictive with your opponents. I hate it. Right. But this wasn't about a slap. This is about Bad Boys it's 4. It's about Bad Boys conformed. 4.
2: Yeah, so... And I am I was just happy. I'm happy that yeah. this is going to happen to the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the world needs Bad Boys 4. I want to talk about something that actually makes me feel outraged, yeah. mm-hmm. which is the Netflix's new password sharing rules, yeah. which was one of those where it's like, I I don't mind... I'm, I've been hanging on to Netflix... But I swear to fucking Christ if I can't log into my own Netflix then what am I going to do? I'm going right. to cancel my Netflix.
3: If I if I have to jump through hoops to use it not at places that aren't my home, no. Right. <laughs> like as as we're learning from like what Twitter is doing is like
2: everybody, you know what people love with technology? A bunch of rules. Uh-huh. And it's like a bunch of convoluted fucking rules. And so now apparently they're like We need you to identify a primary location for all accounts uh, that live in the same household. They'll need to sign into the home Wi-Fi as the primary location once every 31 days. um, When someone signs into an account, um, that is not the primary location. It will be blocked. Absurd. To bypass this, you have to verify the device through a temporary code to sh- to prove to Netflix that you are currently traveling. Hell yeah!
1: And it's like, fuck you. Why are you policing I this? I love so this. I am such a big <laughs> fan. I you honestly, are. I am a big fan because here is the thing: is that like. When corporations and, like, the think trust of these, you know, IP and, you know, like, how we consume media and stuff, when they just make right. decisions, we as people cannot do much. You know, we can't, we can, but you're not going to get a lot of momentum for, let's say, boycotting Discovery or Warner Brothers because they canceled Batgirl. But what you can do is that when uh, when. Companies that have benefited from a technology Have gone too far And try to walk it back Because they want to make another dollar Um, That is absolutely Something that so many people hate So Netflix is going to Shit, the bet if they push too hard, and they're right. gonna lose a lot of their audience. And it's gonna mean that peep, all the other services will go, Okay, we can't do that. Yeah, Netflix is testing us right now, they're just the yeah. first. Because if they get away with it, then you know that Apple's gonna well, do this, and you know that you know, like, right. all of them are. The thing are.
3: is, Netflix doesn't put out that many things I want to see anymore. Um, yeah that's a big part of it it's yeah. like I, it's, i'm it's, not gonna follow yeah. you down this i'm always thinking like should i get rid of my netflix account and if this is going to in- inconvenience my life in any way especially since they keep raising the rates too um right i'm maybe i should just, just say later alligator anyway that's the thing. yeah
2: again going back it's really really feels the same with twitter for me because it's like i don't know if you know how much you're on thin ice right now. Like Netflix is already for millions of people. There's like so many people. I feel like everybody I talk to is like, yeah, I'm like seconds away from canceling my Netflix. I barely Mm. use it. And Netflix is like, now we're going to make you work for it. And it's like, well, guess what? like i that's what i mean is like i i don't mind paying for things because i think we actually need to pay more for things Mm -hmm. right we fucked it up and netflix fucked it up specifically by making you know all the movies in the world at your fingertips for like a couple bucks a month it's like yeah of course that is going to raise the prices and they have Mm -hmm. to dial it back they should we should um in order for artists to start making money again but like this is not the way you know uh (laughs) And, and and so like because you don't know, used the to The point it being, being
1: easier. That's the yeah. The thing, point being though.
2: that it's like I'll pay more money, but if you're gonna make it harder, then that's gonna be like then yeah. it's it's gonna be if one day my account is just blocked on my home TV, I'm not gonna call Netflix and work to unblock it. I'll just go. Oh, you're right. I
1: haven't watched Netflix in a while. Exactly. I should just cancel it. Yeah, I am a big fan of uh, purchase power should be like what you. For every person should absolutely be Like oh I don't care For Netflix anymore okay then don't have it That's like that is good but I Really really want to stress that uh, You know if, if you If you just aren't feeling the Vibe of in particular Netflix That's cool but Remember that this is a signal To all the other Companies of what the audience Is willing to be Okay with this is one of those things That if you care about access to services now and like you don't want up and uh uh, like open that can of worms you can fight back right now by jumping uh, by essentially canceling your netflix maybe netflix comes out with something that you uh you are like i do really want to see that well then buy it for that month and watch it but um like I think there's too many options right now that everyone is like what can we get away with and that is yeah. always dangerous territory when there's so many co- companies involved. And you know, I don't think that we necessarily need to have loyalty to Netflix just because they were the first and they made we had all, we all had great times together. Everyone here is <laughs> just trying to get money. So um Let's yeah. be smart with how we kind of signal the next ten years of streaming mm-hmm. services because it can change yeah. real quick. I agree. And where it's like now you're buying DLC for TV shows where it's like these episodes but not these episodes, you know, like right. they're gonna try to get all they can and we gotta be vigilant, I guess. Yeah,
2: I would also argue the money is not gonna go to the goddamn creators. <laughs> it's it's we've seen that with HBO, like just deleting shows so they don't yeah. have to play royalties. It's like yeah, it's that's all going go to Netflix the top. really
1: did get fucked. Yeah. It's yeah, it is I mean it is in a way because if the top has less money, they're not going to buy more TV shows that they would have. So in a For sure. indirect way you're wrong, but like you're so right in that like a lot of people are not going to be like a lot of people are going to essentially just say, this is free money, uh, and that's yeah, not going tr- to, you know, the right, people who work there. They
2: want to find ways to squeeze people so that they can afford to keep making the shows and afford to pay their executives the same amount, right? That's right. Like, that's how it's going to go. And uh, the executives are the one making these dumb decisions, and then the mm-hmm. creators pay for it, et cetera. I don't know. It's a, yeah. It's yeah. a big fart. <laughs> well, speaking
1: of horrible- Big farts. Big farts, I was going to say horrible executives. (laughs) With their big farts. With their big big farts. farts.
3: Let's talk about people who
1: make this show happen again. All right. Let's name some more
2: producers. Yeah. Uh, Big, big thank you to Pete for Pagel. Woo! Thank you to Numano ultra microscopic silico called volcano coniosis, anti-disestablishmentarianism Jones. Woo! Thank you. Thank you to pre-order TikTok superstar Jason Parge's new book, is Too Drunk for This Dystopia. Oh. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you to Rev MD. Oh. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you to Screaming Horse's New Year's Baby. Yeah. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the dick. Woo! Thank you to Steven. Thank yeah. you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every
1: baby's head. Let's keep it going. <laughs> thank you to the, ma- the midnight patron, whom patrons at midnight. Thank you. Let's thank the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Let's thank these seven Bs. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Draws, Pratt Thompson, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Thank you. <laughs> thank Beautiful. you, Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to B Baby New Year Says Watch Rudger Howard's A Breed Apart. Okay. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you, Vincent. Uh, thank you to your mom. Thanks. And thank you to, what is Z... I guess it's just a sleeping sound. What is this? Z's. Because Guy liked being last. That's what it's for. Way Ah. to hack the system. the system. Hacking the system,
2: as always.
1: Hey, that's good job. I have a question for you, Dave. Oh, for me? Yeah, yeah, I got a question for you. What's that? Dave, did you bring us a movie that deserves more hype? <laughs> Thanks for doing the bit.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Ed. Mm-hmm. And I do. I have a movie that deserves more hype. Uh, this is a movie that is called Give Me Pity. It is um, less of a movie, and it sounds like it's more of a, um, uh, like a monologue piece, mm-hmm. um, but it's an, in a movie form. This comes out end of February. I found it. It's the twenty fourth, I believe, of February. Um, I don't know how it's being released. I assume streaming. Um, it stars uh, Sophie von Hasselberg, who I only bring up because she's Bette Midler's daughter, and she's kind of playing baby. a Bette Midler role.
3: No, she yeah. seems
2: probably talented. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little nepo baby here. No, this is about it. It's so the entire uh, movie is a TV special. It's a Saturday night tv special from i would assume like probably it feels like late 70s early 80s and it's this woman who uh plays a former like child star named sissy st Clair who is doing her own special and she's doing dancing and singing and q a uh disco uh like a like 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 uh fucking tributes to america stuff you can kind of picture it Mm -hmm. and uh Canned laughter, and the whole thing just slowly gets more and more insidious and weird and surreal. Uh, as evidence from the trailer, but also the reviews of it, which seem to review it favorably, while recognizing this isn't exactly a movie. Um I'm not exactly sure what it's gonna be about. I assume it's about fame. And I assume it's right. about the like a desperation around fame and this person who really wants it, and like there's some like there's the idea that she might have a stalker there. Like everything just slowly goes dark. Um, like there's, there's of course ads as well that they made for it. So it just sounds really fucking cool and surreal. Uh, and it's all around this one actress who, uh, from the reviews, is just killing it. Like again, she has to sing and dance and do all this stuff while dealing with this like completely unhinged scenario. Uh, what did you guys think of this?
3: I'll be honest. I messed up. I was like, I'm going to watch this one a little later, and then I forgot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God,
1: I forgot. Uh, well, you can you can it.
2: watch it with the sound off right now because it's uh it, it, the visuals are very key. I would say. Okay. Um, it's only a minute. We're not going to. sit here in real time. So Abe, why, why uh, did you, what did you think?
1: I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, Like, I love the anthology stuff. You, you kind of opened my eyes to the VHS franchise, which is, you know, that's more of a standard anthology movie. Uh, so it has some like formatting, like consistency with stuff we've seen before, and this is even more you know experimental because it's this just cool a seventies TV special. Yeah. And uh, I like to see more strange combos, like horror in the look of a seventies TV special. Something I've never seen before. So even if the story is boring, at least it'll be a style that I'm like, ah, that's a vibe. Um,
3: that's kind of my yeah. feeling too. It's definitely a vibe. I'm interested in this. Um, watching yeah. it with the audio off. Yep, it's a vibe. I'll it's dare I'll give it a things. look. And this like VH1 and m- early MTV kind of like lighting with things, you know? Yeah, it's got that yeah. like
2: sequence where it's like creating those, the, the, you know what they're called, the star shapes, like glares mm-hmm. on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, Bokeh. It's got the like, it's got the like uh, the, the um, Vaseline on the lens feel a little yeah. bit. Um, and it just looks like it gets really weird and twisted, and I just I yeah, this is one where I'm like, ah, oh, this is what I love about horror is like the ability to do merge these concepts. Yeah, you know? and it it does feel like a lot like VHS uh, that series. This
3: definitely is Bette Midler's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. she she is Bette Midlering it up and uh, incarnate. I mean, Bette Midler's alive, but um yeah but like it yeah she is is that incarnate does that suggest that someone's dead and then you're alive i, I honestly i i would have allowed it if i know you didn't question but
2: it yourself y-
3: you've got a, a lot of smart listeners so i need to acknowledge that there's room for Thank error you with you that word choice.
2: complimenting our listeners but we
3: all we um, all understand my point
2: <laughs> yeah it's deity embodied in flesh so yeah technically yeah. you have to be dead it's true
3: all right, sticking with don't, my phrasing. Don't. Oh wait, don't, no, I'm not.
1: Don't tell the chat that. <laughs> no, don't tell the audience that they're good people. Right. No, you gotta you give them an inch. Yeah. You know. Exactly. They'll take you out. They'll take they're you out. They're gonna eat us alive. Now. Like so many um, Malcolm McDowells. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. So I don't know. Everybody, check out the trailer for this. As always, I recommend mm. that more than just hearing me talk about it because the trailer. <laughs> yeah is very visual and it it's one of those where i would say like unlike some other trailers the the concept is unique like i'm sure people are already drawn in by that which is basically like a tv special like a telethon <laughs> where she's just like giving it her all um and you're watching i'm assuming there's a there's an element of like is it all in her head you know where it's like there's mm-hmm. this she's clearly giving a performance that's very desperate And she's probably melting down during it. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to be so many things for the audience. Um, And so, like, I don't know. I assume it's very much centered around what it means to be like an actress uh, just based off that description, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we'll see. I'm very excited for this one.
1: Yeah, the director is Amanda Kramer, and looking at her IMDb, she's very eclectic. A lot of um, stylistic mashes together, but also like documentary as well. Uh, Seems like form is not really something that she cares too much about, which is great because it makes for like um, most recent movies. uh, Please, baby, please, which had Demi Moore in it um and it's like a west side story kind of vibe uh but there's you know it's like a greaser gang that like uh becomes a part like of a the obsession of a cult a couple's sexual identity um so it's just like okay so this is you are unhinged a little bit it's kind of yeah
2: this sounds like someone who could blow up at any time right exactly like the Daniels, where it's like, at any point, you could make the movie, you know? Right. Uh,
1: and I love directors like that. I love it. Yeah. I am hype about it. You have made me hype. The transaction is complete. We have been hyped.
3: Yeah? I'm Katie, so are, uh, hyped, boys. Okay, good. good I'm good, like... Good. Max hype? You're hype. I'm yeah. maxed hype. I'm like fucking Tigger over here. Yes. Nice. Yes. Hell yes you gotta have a good bounce oh my
2: god
1: just everywhere to and fro as
2: they say <laughs> hype achieved hype um, achieved all right well all right, shit. Dave. that's an episode We've, Man, what we a did fun it again
3: hype filled episode you guys did thank do it you. again and i did it this time Woo! thank you you did <laughs> katie thank you for being on do you want to plug anything
2: once again here at the end while we got you
3: oh <sighs> I guess it's exhausting plugging. Um, yeah, you yeah, don't have to. I know. Just, check it's, out our it's shit an option. for things. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a great plug. Uh, you know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> or if you check don't, out, good luck. <laughs> check out our shit.
1: <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm gonna plug. Um, f- with my plug, I'm gonna plug microchips, the organic psychedelic chocolate. Um, Dave, oh, yeah. Dave gave me a a box of this. Oh hell yeah! And I it,
3: gave them to Dave. You yeah. gave them to. This. Okay, they're my favorite. That's a, what you had last night. Hell yeah, you that's, did. That's a good time right there, man. That's right. a good time. I had a, I had a great time. It's the perfect dose. Yeah, I mm-hmm. played
1: video games and thought about you the have world one and listened to music. Yeah. If you yeah. do it responsibly, I suggest it to all of our audience. And this I'll is not plug, I'll also, yeah, plug drugs. <laughs> I just plug in drugs. In I love that I don't because technically I don't live here. I'm just i I'm just sleeping in this house for a little bit. You know? <laughs> I'm not real so I can burn this place down. I have too much <laughs> control as co-host right now. I, I want to plug Pfizer. <laughs>
2: Pfizer uh, uh, Pfizer. Shout out to Pfizer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, well, I'm going to quickly plug uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. Go on there. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. That's one of our tiers. That will be the night this comes out. We also have other shows on there, and we do shows with the small beans. So, I don't know. Check that out. That's all. If you haven't already, it's weird that you haven't. You should. You probably should if you've been listening to this. And uh, check out drugs and Pfizer and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah.
3: I think that
2: Uh, covers all all the bases. Yeah. All right. Well, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye.
0: Bye, nerds. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew C O R L E W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T Brown. And find more of his artwork at Artness by and JustinBrown.info.